Laura, how you doing this morning? Hey, Colin. Uh, I'm doing okay. Oh, shit, my computer's not plugged in. Good start. Uh, yeah, I Ellie just went down for a nap, which is good. She was starting to get really hysterical, and I was like, not 100% sure. Take that baby down. Uh, and then she conked the fuck out as soon as I put her down. I was like, oh, it's okay. Good to know. Yeah. Uh, I... But yeah, man, there's a lot going on. How are you? <laughs> um, I have a bit of a breather this week, which is nice. Um, nice. I have the opposite of a breather Yeah, this week. no, you're... <laughs> it's been a minute since i feel like we've had a full conversation in any form yeah true um not for lack of trying maybe for lack of trying uh we've we've definitely both like send each other turns in mini golf and said ah maybe later (laughs) that that has happened but um i you 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 told me some stuff that i'm pretty excited to uh uh to hear about so yeah uh, so from in order of, I don't want to say importance, but maybe least impactful to most impactful. Okay. Um, Ellie started eating solid foods in like a real way recently, which is very fun. Um, she was not into it at all. And then we went to her nine month appointment and her doctor was like, you should really be offering her three meals a day. And I was like, all right, like she doesn't eat anything when I offered to her. And then like, as soon as we got home, she just like needed to hear a pediatrician say it. And now yeah. she eats like... <laughs> No joke, like a solid cup to two cups of food every sitting, like three times That's a day. That's nuts. She's got like this snobby credentialist attitude where she looks at her dad and is like, you're a family doctor, not a pediatrician. I'm going to wait for a second opinion. <laughs> yeah, she really did need a second opinion. Uh, and now she eats like a freaking maniac and it's great. Yankees. Uh, it's super fun. She's like eating everything. She loves salmon. I didn't think anything was going to replace bananas because that was like the only thing she'd eat for a while. She likes salmon more than bananas right now. I'm a grown up. It's crazy. And I can't I I can't do salmon. I've tried and people say it's like the mildest fish. Like your your baby has like leaps and bounds just yeah. gone far <laughs> beyond what I can muster. Yeah, she's pretty incredible. Uh so she's great and I love her so much. Uh this week we we have bandied about our date for recording many times. Yeah. Uh, and we landed on several days before we anticipated because uh, partly this week, Apple and or last week, Apple announced a couple new products that are coming out. Oh, yeah. So this week I worked Monday, eight to five. Today I work 1130 to 830. Wednesday and Thursday, I work 5 p.m. to 2 a.m. And Friday, I work 1130 to 830 again. It's just all so bad. And uh, I, hate all yeah, I don't know shifts. if I'm going to survive the week. Yeah, I... Uh... Genuinely not sure about that. I've been trying as hard as I can because I, I technically have three jobs. Uh, not technically. I have three. I do three things on a scheduled basis, all of which I get paid for to some degree. I have three jobs. So you have three jobs. I have three yeah. jobs. I need to stop saying technically. But I work very hard to like keep them all in this specific bubble. And yeah. I'm just having flashbacks to the, by the way, Colin, you're going to be up till five tonight. <laughs> And that's the choice we made for you. And I'm like, yeah. at will work sucks. Yeah. I Yeah. And I'm trying to remind myself that like this is the job that I chose. That that like, was I could do yeah. a different job. That 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 was honest that it made it feel a lot better. What makes it feel worse now in hindsight is the fact that I've chosen something else. But like I was <laughs> never really super mad about it. The only problem for me was like before I had a car, like how am I gonna get home on the mm. bus? But, like, it yeah. was fun. I legitimately enjoyed overnights. Yeah, the, the work f- is really fun. It's a really yeah. good time. It's laid back, but it's, like, you've got energy. It's just when you're, like, looking at your calendar and I'm, like, and you're, this is the day that uh-huh. I'm not sleeping. It's And two in a row is real bad. Yeah. And uh, Ellie still wakes up at between 6 and 6.30 in the morning. Like, that's not going to change. Nope. Not at all. Yeah. She did not choose so, the job. She did not choose the job. She may have chosen the mom. She did not choose the job. Did she choose the mom? I don't know. <laughs> um, and then most impactful, which is why. So we were planning on recording on Friday mm. on one of my breaks at work because that would have been hilarious because I would have been an empty shell. <laughs> <laughs> and that would have been fun to physically to and mentally. Yeah. Um, but instead, we might actually be closing on a house on Friday. 
So, uh, do you want to like, and, and, ju- and just for context here, Laura and I love doing this show and having these talks and sharing them. If you do want to engage with us about this stuff, reminder to do that on like our Instagram or something. I'll try to post more regularly. I keep saying that, but to facilitate, <laughs> uh, like c- real conversations, if you want to talk to us about this stuff, like that's how we're going to do it. Uh, that said yeah. to your comfort level, Please share with me the drama because I've I've heard some of the yeah. drama of this situation and, and I get palpitations. Everyone says that buying a house is like an absolute roller coaster, and I was like, yeah, like I'm sure that's true. <laughs> um, and now I know that it's true, and I can't go back. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a it really has been a roller coaster. So we were looking. I think we started looking at houses in like I don't know January something like mm-hmm. that. Like seriously, and. We did the total thing. Like, I wanted to start getting more specific about the houses we were looking at. And Charles was like, oh, this is really helpful for me to see literally everything that comes on the market, like, regardless of whether or not it looks like it's a piece of Mm -hmm. shit. And so, like, every day off, we were seeing houses, like, even though we knew some of them we weren't going to want to buy anyway. And I was like, this is exhausting. And so, finally, I got him to be like, okay, like, we'll only go see houses if they actually fit, like, all of our criteria. Sure. Which, like, you know, obviously, sometimes you never know. Like, sometimes you might say, like, well, I need to have X. And then you find a house that doesn't have X and it's the house. But, like, yeah. you know, whatever. But, like, things like lot size and, and like, bedrooms. I was like, I'm not going to see – I'm not going to see a house that's 1,200 square feet with four bedrooms because, like – the bedrooms are going to be the size of my shoe. Like I think that's w- growing up. We had we actually had a Habitat for Humanity house. So like when when it was all just like wood like two by fours, just framing it, you could finally see the room. Uh, I sprinted out of the car, found the biggest room, and I said, "This one's mine." And my parents were like, "No, that's <laughs> ours." Uh, no, and they said, "No, that's ours." And I went to the second biggest room and I said, "This one's mine," and that was my room for like twelve years. Um, nice. And so I had the big room, but yeah, my brothers and sisters' rooms uh, were, yeah, they were not big. <laughs> yeah. And like, you know, we don't need a huge house. Like part of the reason we're moving is that this place is like awkwardly large for us, which sounds weird, but like mm. it's, it's also the layout, whatever. Anyway, so we finally started seeing houses that like fit our criteria. There was a couple that we really liked. There's one house that I think is still my favorite house, mm-hmm. but it was in the wrong location. Yeah. And we saw it pretty early on. Um, God, it was so beautiful. Anyway, um, <laughs> the look in your eyes right but, there, you had a straight up fantasy dream about this house. A little bit, a little bit. I just remembered the lawn. It was really beautiful. Mm. Um, so we saw this house that's in a great location in our price range, like way price, way lower. Cause right now is like a serious seller's market. So everyone's buying houses and they're buying them for like way above asking price. Mm-hmm. And like some people aren't doing inspections. They're just like, just give me the house. Like, and then they run into all sorts of problems. We didn't want to do that. Yeah. But this house was listed for like a good $100,000 less than everything else around it. <clears throat> and we were like, I mean, good start. it looks like it looks good. It's in the price range. We were kind of going into it like what's wrong with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, it had just gone up on the market. We were like, something's got to be wrong because like they could sell this house for like $650,000 and they're listing it for five hundred. dollars Like it was crazy. By the way, we're in New Jersey. Things are expensive. <laughs> yeah, you're like, it's only $500,000. And I'm just not. I know. N- it's only half a million. Not, it's fine. Nodding along. <laughs> just smile and nod. Um, so we went we like went into this seeing it. We were like, listen, if this house is not like fucked, we should probably put an offer in. Yeah. So we went and we saw it and it was super cute. Like it's a really nice little house. It's got uh three bedrooms the upstairs the it's like a bungalow style house and the second floor Mm -hmm. used to be the attic but they raised the ceiling or they raised the roof Mm -hmm. and made it into like a huge master bedroom that has a nursery on site so like the bedroom and nursery are right there on the top floor with a bathroom and a closet and that's like the whole second floor that's nice so it's like a huge room. It's really beautiful. It's got like the most gigantic windows you've ever seen. Like super nice. The downstairs has a cute living room with a fireplace. Like the kitchen was just redone. It's like small but fine. Yeah. Um, and we're like, okay, like this is actually a house that we could see. So we were like, all right, like we think we should probably put an offer in. And they were like, all right, great. The house has been on the market for two days. We are asking for highest and best offers in another two days. And that's it. Like, there was no bidding war. Like, you can't say, like, well, this person offered this. Are you willing to do more? Like, whatever. Like, it was just we had to guess. We had to game the system and be like, what do we know that people are going to offer based on the market right now? And then how do we get just a little bit above that while still staying 
in like our comfortable price range. See, this is this turns buying a house into something I can get with. It's a game. It's a role. It's it was. A, it's yeah. a straight. You got to figure out the meta. You got to figure out the meta. Yeah. So we offered eleven percent over the asking price, and that was just like it. We we're just like like I don't know. We spent a long time talking about like the number and whether or not it was there. And then during this process, Charles and I have never done this before. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, maybe this is totally obvious. I don't know, but we didn't know this. You don't get a mortgage for what you offer. You get a mortgage for what the house is appraised at. And so they were, they put the house on the market at 500,000 because it was appraised in November. So that extra 50, 60 that you offered. Comes right out of our pockets. Ouchies. Yeah. And so we had been intending to put down like, you know, not a significant down payment because we don't have that much like money to just put towards it. But like. We were planning on putting somewhere between, you know, 10, like 10%, whatever it was. Sure. And they were like, fuck, like, how are we supposed to put 10% plus like the extra? Because we offered 57000 above the asking mm-hmm. price. We were like, there's no way we can do that. So then we found out that we can get something that's a physician loan where you can put zero down and then not pay uh, PMI, which is like mortgage insurance, uh-huh. which is like not that expensive. It's a couple hundred dollars a month. But we were like, okay, so we can get the no PMI, we can put zero down, which means that we can afford to pay the extra because like we have been saving up to like intentionally you know, have a down payment. Yeah. So it wouldn't be the down payment, it would just be the difference of the house. And we we're like, okay, like we can do this. So we put in our offer and I don't know how, but we won it. We won the offer. There were, we beat out eight <laughs> other people and they said that it was super close like between us and, the, and one person who had offered just a little bit more, a uh, little bit less. Mm-hmm. But their down payment was significantly higher mm. because, like, I guess when buyers or, or sellers are looking to choose a house, like, the down payment plus the offer kind of indicates what financial stability they have, which is, like, kind of bullshit. Like, yeah, Charles and I are going to be able to afford a mortgage. Like, there's no question about that. It's just, like, we don't have $100,000 to put towards the house because he has a billion student loans, right? <laughs> Um, Most people don't have a hundred thousand dollars to put toward anything, so like right. So like, how does anyone? How do you how do you measure idea? financial stability when nobody has it? That's the question. Yeah, no idea. I'm still not sure. <laughs> so they they accepted our offer, which was crazy. And then like it was such a roller coaster because we were doing all of this while Charles and I were both at work, and so we were like texting back and forth, like trying to figure everything out. Uh-huh. So she was like, "All right, you have to sign this document when you put in the offer." And so we did that. Which, like, then turned out to be, like, the contract for the house, which, like, again, should have known that. Like, I, we oh just. Oh, my God. Like, I didn't read it. Because, like, I mean, I, I, obviously I read it. Like, I read it because I'm not going to sign something when I'm buying a house without reading it. But I did not, like, sit down and say, like, I'm going to take 45 minutes to, like, read every line of this. I just scanned it to make sure that, that it was, seems like. super shitty of the real estate agent to say, like, hey, you don't have a lawyer present. Read this. You got a half hour. Boom. Go. Gun to your head. That seems I mean, so sketchy. It wasn't. It. It. In a way, yeah, it sounds really sketchy. It's just like the nature of what the market was right now. Like if we wanted this house, we had to do it in a very short amount of time. Charles and I decided to put in the offer. So she had to gather all the materials and then we only had half an hour, right? Like it was partly us and it was also partly her. So it was a whole fucking thing. Uh. Anyway, it was fine. We didn't like sign away the rights to Eleanor or anything, which is really good because that would have been awkward. Um, That'd be a twist. <laughs> hey, can we Surprise. get can we get on the mic today and talk about how I sold my baby? <laughs> my B uh, would have been bad. <laughs> um, so anyway, we went back and forth. Everything was fine, but it was like super stressful. And then we had the inspections done, mm-hmm. and we got a chimney inspection because like it had a fireplace, and we wanted to make sure that we could use it. And it turns out that the chimney was like completely fucked, like top to bottom, like. They didn't have a, a cap on it, and so, like, the water, there was a ton of water damage in the mortar, and, like, the damper inside, like, wasn't even attached to anything. When they tried to, like, close it, it just kind of, like, fell out. <laughs> I didn't even know that there were this many parts to a chimney. I thought it was just tall hole. No, not tall hole. Okay. There's many things to a chimney, <laughs> which, I mean, I think I knew some of them, but not all of them. Okay. Um, and the chimney has two flues because, like, the heating and air conditioning goes through the chimney also. Like, all of that releases through the chimney. So not every chimney does that, but ours does. So it has the fireplace flue and it has the... Uh, Wait. So, like, if you're... Even if you don't have a fire, the fireplace could be a heater because the heat's connected to it? Or is am I just hearing... Okay. No. The heat is somewhere else, but they have all of the ductwork for the heat. Mm-hmm. Like, to release this, uh, like, the steam and shit. I don't know. Like, whatever heat makes, (laughs) you know, the hot stuff. (laughs) 
um, it has to release somewhere. And so that goes out the chimney. Um, and on top of everything else, because they had raised the roof, not the current owners, but the owners before or the, before them, we don't know when it mm-hmm. happened. They raised the roof, but didn't raise the chimney. So the chimney wasn't tall enough, which is like a code violation. So you're supposed to have a chimney. There were so many. The inspector that we had was absolutely incredible. He was amazing. But he was like, oh, it's like the 7-Eleven rule. And this is the 210-4 rule. And like, this is the thing. So I think that it was like the anything that is within four feet of the chimney the chimney has to be four feet above anything that's two, ten feet away from it. I don't know. Yeah, whatever the fuck sure. it is. There, there is a rule. There's something. And the chimney hadn't been raised, so it was too close to the new roof. Mm-hmm. Like it was, you know, within four feet of the new roof and it wasn't taller than it or whatever. Yeah. So we were like, all right, this is insane. And then on top of everything else, there – so in all houses, but especially in New Jersey, there is a problem with radon, which is – some people think it's like a scam, but a lot of research has been done that it like can cause uh, lung cancer, like pretty bad issue. <coughs> and so you have to test for radon if you're if you're buying buying a house. Yeah. And then if there's radon in the house, you have to put in a mitigation system, which is basically like a bunch of tubes and some fans, and it just pushes the radon out of the house. Sure. So our inspector was like, "All right, I've been doing inspecting for a long time. My father-in-law was with me. He's been like doing houses and renovations and building for a long time." They were like, "Yeah." Most of the time, if a, if a house has a mitigation system, it has one tube that they basically drill really, really deep down into the, like, beyond the basement and the foundation. Everything goes really deep down into the ground. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, usually there's one. Occasionally we've seen two, but, like, that's it. This house has six mitigation pipes drilled down into the foundation. Why? I don't know. Nobody knows. How many noble gases? You got hanging out. It's radon's a noble gas, right? It's on the... Sounds like it. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'll check the periodic table later. Um, I don't know, but we tried to find out. And so we tried to, we tried to back out of the apartment or the house on top of everything else. Like the air conditioning compressor is 33 years old. Like there's no way it's going to last the summer. The hot water heater is 13 years old. And apparently in this area, like an average lifespan is 10. So like, there's all these things that are about to like absolutely shit the bed. And we were like, there's, there's just too much. Like a lot of that stuff was not on the disclosure and we wouldn't have offered that much if we knew that all of the major appliances were about to just like go bye-bye yeah like, that's insane did you like so drop your offer out. or something like what happened well so well Ooh. i will explain oh. we tried to just back out of the house we were like okay. we don't even want to deal with this like this is insane yeah. the radon mitigation is super weird like who the fuck knows what's going on my husband or my father-in-law was like super worried about the resale value of the house they were like we're never gonna be able to resell it because people were like why are there six radon tubes and i was like i mean like if the radon level is okay though at least it's working right like so it was a whole thing and then our lawyers were like, well, that's not actually enough. Like, the radon isn't enough to back out. Is there other stuff? And we were like, yeah, well, like, the chimney and the air conditioner and the hot water heater and all this stuff. And they were like, well, let's see what we can negotiate. And I was like, sure. So we're just going to tell them that they have to repair everything before we move in. Like, it's never going to happen, so this is going to fall through. Yeah. So we asked for that, and they were like, well, the air conditioner and the hot water heater are working, so we'll get you a one-year home warranty, but we'll fix everything else. That's not so bad. And we were like, okay, yeah. didn't see that coming. And then that same day, this all happens while I'm at work. Mm-hmm. Like, none of the shit is happening when I'm home. So I'm at work, like, text, like checking my email like a crazy person, like, randomly standing in the middle of hallways because I, like, see something. I just, like, stop walking and I'm, like, reading my phone. Yeah. So while this is all happening, of course, we have to go through the mortgage application and everything has to kind of move along at the same time. And they're, like, you know, doing all these things. So we have to get the house appraised. And we were like, well, it's going to appraise for 500000 because that's what it appraised for like a couple of months ago. And I get an email about the appraisal while I'm figuring out that like all this stuff needs to be done. We're trying to back out of the house. And I read it and it says the total assessment value was 460000 And I was like, so it's $40,000 oh. less. Like we suddenly have to come up with like $97,000, which we Holy cannot do. Holy shit. And my whole stomach, like everything in my body just like fell out of my asshole. Like it just all went. <laughs> I was like, hey, you know, that pick feeling it up. everything just goes flat. Oh, God. And I panicked. Like, I, I called Charles. He was at work. I was like, call me. When, like, I need to talk to you, whatever. And I called my real estate agent. I was like, listen, Mary, like, I'm at work. I'm doing a billion things. But it looks like it just appraised for 460. And I'm, like, freaking out right now. She was like, well, she was like, holy crap. Like, she sounded, incre- like, incredulous. Yeah. She's like, all right, well, like, I will come up with a bunch of plans for negotiating because, like, that's a huge difference. Like, we'll come down on our price. Like, we'll blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, like, write up the three options that we have. She's like, I got it. And then she read through it and sent me an email. And she was like, that was the tax assessment. The house appraised for 550000 which is oh. 557000 which is what we offered. 
So oh, now damn. our mortgage covers the entire value of the house. So oh. we don't have to spend that money. Oh. They're doing the repairs beforehand. Oh my God. Uh, and so everything like all of a sudden was coming together. So it's been absolutely insane. That, so that's a fucking roller coaster you just took me on. Yeah. And then Charles finally called me. Thank God he didn't answer the first time. He was like, What's going on? And I was like, Well, I had really bad news and now I have really good news. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, holy shit. Um, also, cursory Googling, radon is a noble gas. It's one of the lowest on that side. Um, radon is a radioactive gas that forms naturally when uranium, thorium, or radium, which are radioactive metals, break down in rock, soil, and groundwater. So, uh, Jersey, yeah. what's up with the six mitigation tubes? Yeah, we don't know. But Didn't- the radon <laughs> levels in our house, so over four, you have to put in a mitigation system. Yeah. Um, like usually almost all houses have about one, like one and a half to two, like 1.5 to two mm-hmm. is the levels. Our reading, reading came back as 0.8. So it's like, probably because all those tubes. Yeah. It's working. You got enough. Tubes. It's insane, but it's working. Yeah. Um, I just didn't know that New Jersey was a particular hotbed for decaying radioactive metals. I guess I, yeah, I'm interested you know, I, now. I don't know. Like, I know that other places have it too. Like I know that New York has radon, but I don't, I just don't know. Like I don't know. I've n- I've never thought about this before in my life. The presence yeah, no, of radioactive I, yeah. gases in domestic areas has never crossed my mind as a problem. Yeah, fun fact: like your apartment complex should probably know what their radon levels are, and probably it could change. So like you should always get it retested every couple of years. Anyway, I'm gonna get something from Amazon that's just a battery powered radon detector yeah. that I'm just gonna have in my basement at all times. Cool. Yeah. So that was a huge roller coaster. And so we finally, we were like, all right, we're like, I guess we're moving forward with this house. Like, here we go. And uh, we've been trying to figure out like when our closing date is, but we had to like get insurance for the house before, but then you need a closing date for the insurance. And we're like, well, everyone thinks that we're trying to close on April 30th, but like, that's not going to happen. Like no one thought it was going to happen. Everyone I talked to was like, oh, pff, that's like such a close, fast close, the uh, class close, like it's never going to happen. Yeah. How many times did you say it's never going to happen? Uh, as many times as you fail to save uh, to, to say fast close. Yeah, that's okay. true. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so we got all the rest of the information over the weekend, and I emailed the uh, the lender yesterday. I was like, hey, like I sent over those things. Like, what's the next step? And like, didn't really hear back. And then all of a sudden, at like, I don't know, six o'clock yesterday, like between five and six p.m. I, because I'd been texting my real estate agent a little bit, she was like, okay, like this is done. The title's there. That's there. The insurance is good. So, like, we're good to close on Thursday. And I was like, oh, oh. I'm going to be working 5 p.m. to 2 a.m. I'm going to close on Thursday. Like, what do you mean? You don't understand. I, I chose this job. Yeah. <laughs> I chose this job. So, then I went into like a panic where I was like, I'm not ready to like, cl- like Charles has to cancel patients. Like I have to call out like what the hell is going to happen. So I called the, the lawyers yesterday and like, thank God everyone had stayed late. Like the lawyers and the lenders were both available at like 6.15, 6.30 last night. Yeah. Uh, and so I was like to the, to the paralegal, I was like, listen, like we can't close Thursday. Not going to happen. I potentially could close on Friday, but we need to know like as soon as humanly possible because Charles needs to cancel his patients. Also, though, we don't need to move this week. Like, we don't need to close this week. It's fine. Yeah. Like, if the sellers need to, 100%, like, we can make it work on Thursday. But if this needs to happen, like, next week and we have a little bit more time to plan, like, that's okay with us. We are not in a rush. Yeah. We're in our apartment until June 15th or whatever. Mm. Like, we've got some time. And so just like, okay, like, good to know. Like, I'll, you know, ask them, figure it out. And then the lender called. And he was like, hey, we're still waiting for this one thing, but blah, blah, blah. And so we, like, went over that. But, like... It looks like we might be closing on Friday. Oh, wow. So I'm going to get home at earliest 2.30 in the morning. I won't be asleep until probably 3.30 because I have to shower and mm-hmm. that takes me a while to fall asleep. Eleanor is probably going to wake up at like 6.30 and then like, I don't know, I have to like go close on a house and then work the second half of my shift, I guess. Uh, wow. Yeah. No, that sounds like yeah. a <laughs> that sounds like a, a rough weekend. Imagine coming out the other side of this weekend, though. You're going to be like, I just had maybe the craziest three days of my life. Maybe not. But, like, it's fine. It's going to be fine. But just, it's going to be fine. But just like how, like, those shifts are fun to work, looking at your calendar and seeing what Friday holds it, for this week is just going to be like, oh, my God. Yeah. And when it's done, you're going to be like, yeah, I did that shit. Yeah. I don't know. It seems like you've been through... The most challenging parts, knock on wood. 
I hope so. I mean, once you close, assuming everything is tenderized, legal, not like meat, like legal stuff. <laughs> Tended? I don't know. Um, tendered? Tendered. That's it. Not tenderized. I knew I was wrong. But <laughs> we're close. I was close. <laughs> I was close. I was a little more than you. Yeah, did. I've been up for f- four hours already. It's uh, which is nothing to you based yeah. on everything you've just told me. But uh, my <laughs> fragile body is not used to it. Um, yeah, man. I mean, good luck. That is, yeah, that was legitimately thrilling to hear how that concluded. <laughs> I actually like my heart raised a little bit at certain points. My my audio reactions are not forced; completely yeah. natural. The time that I, when I got the assessment and I or the uh, appraisal and I thought that it was appraised yeah, for, like, under that, I so had a, scary. I literally felt like that's I was so have a heart scary. Attack. Only to find out that you really only have to make the down payment now. That's incredible. Yeah. That's crazy. and our down payment because of our physician loan, we don't have to make a down payment, so we just have to pay closing Damn. costs. Damn. Yeah. Everything's coming up, Laura. Look at that. So I mean, the good thing is that we you know we'll have some time to like we want to. We want to replace the carpet upstairs and like do a little bit of whatever. Yeah. Make it a home. All that stuff. That's nice. That's, um, well, yeah, our, our, our lack of discourse over the past couple of months certainly makes more sense from year end now. I'll (laughs) I'll say that much. Uh, because we also haven't recorded in like two months. So it's it's been, been a while. Yeah. It's been a minute. That's, I'm, I'm very happy it's working out for you. That is crazy. It's yeah, it just feels like and like it's every day that I have off and every moment that I have off. Yep. It's like something house related. Yep. We did spend Charles and I decided that we were going to I had the weekend off because I had to work such a shitty week this week. I was mm-hmm. like, listen, just give me Sunday off. Like at least I got two days in a row. Like it'll be nice. And so I got home fairly late on Friday and then Saturday Ellie went to bed and we opened a bottle of wine. And we ordered ramen mm-hmm. from a really good ramen place. And we watched Mortal Kombat. And it was mm. a great date night. So we had a really nice weekend. That's so, great. Like, that, was, that was a little bit of recuperating. but Yeah, you need that. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm going to need that again. Yep. After this week, I imagine so. It's going to be a big, long nap. Like how on... On Sunday, I texted you like, hey, it's 1230 and Rebecca's asleep. I checked she's alive, but something is going on. <laughs> she she stomped into my room at 130 just like, I just opened my eyes. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> so I, ima- uh, I imagine I'll, I might get a text from you like that in the next week or two. Like, I'm up. It's yeah. done. I slept. I did it. I hope yeah, so. Uh, yeah, I have Maria's coming on Thursday mm-hmm. morning. So I'll have to be awake for a couple hours with Ellie. But then as soon as she gets here, I'm just going to go sleep the rest of Thursday day so that yeah. I can make it through the overnight. That will be, that sounds like it'll be lovely, man. I, I hope so. I wish my stuff was quite as thrilling as that. It's it's <laughs> yeah. it's not. Um, Do you though? It's very exhausting. I mean, ye, uh, I don't know. So ugh, I think I've lamented that like, the intensity of my schedule has been pretty stop-start lately with the bi-weekly mm. nature of a lot of my like audio projects and yeah. my freelance work coming whenever it it does, basically. like It's a project, but I, I don't know if I said this to you. There was a bit where the person who scheduled the recordings for something yeah. just wasn't there for a while, and nobody yep. realized it. And then all at once, everything came in. And like even like this this past week, uh, for Dice Popular, we do like these live listens with our list with our community sometimes. And Fun. I was preparing to sit it down, and I got a text a few minutes before that. Uh, hey, can you get this done? And I was just like, sure, I'll take the yeah. extra money. Like I I I probed to be like, well, how much am I doing here? Yeah. Uh, and I was like, I can do it in the morning. And they're like, oh nope, sorry, we need it tonight. Thanks though. And I was like, I'll do it. So I was actively producing a television show while <laughs> listening to something with my community. It's just like stuff like that. And then Saturday, yeah. nothing. I had absolutely yeah. nothing I needed to do. And it's just been that kind of vacillation. And it's a little spooky because like come I, I'm pretty sure work on this season of the show will end about a year after I started. Uh, and right now, I have no guarantee or concrete sense that I will be able to continue this stuff. Yeah. After that, so I'm 
trying to figure out like what to do with my resume where else can i look are there other places yeah. things at this studio i can work on because i have a, i have a couple people in this studio that like are looking out for me and want me to do stuff but yeah i mean everything's weird as shit they just added a bunch of people because you know work from home was a thing and they suddenly needed to add more roles but now people are starting to return to offices and let me tell mm -hmm. you with my day job my boss wants to stay work from home and if it stays that way, I will keep my day job. Yeah. If my day job asks me to go back into the office and does not give me a choice to say no, I'm quitting. Yeah. That is a decision. I, I am not doing it. I'm absolutely not. So just in case my boss yeah. does not have full control of that situation, uh, I also kind of should probably. Yeah, I should really start looking for just other jobs. So... It might yeah. all be super fine, but I'm seeing this hazy nebula of unemployment that I'm really not jiving with. Um, yeah. So I just, I it it will it might not come to anything like that, but I don't know. It might. Yeah. Right. Um, the possibility is there, and that's yes, yes. That's scary. So I just I just need to start really hunkering down and putting some effort into that into that. Um, I baked in a little bit of break in some of my Dice Populi work, which has been a really – it's it's such a fun thing to keep working on. I think it only keeps getting better, but, um, yeah, I'm going to need a break to work on some of my own stuff, which yeah. lately has meant playing uh, an absurd amount of Assassin's Creed Valhalla, but that's fine. Hey, is that good? Charles was thinking about playing. It's really good. It's really, nice. really good. Um, I, I, I don't know – your history or his with Assassin's Creed. I've played all of the major Assassin's Creed games. Um, some of them are amazing. Some are kind of meh. They're all good, yeah. but some are just like, eh. yeah. Um The previous one, the one set in Greece, ancient Greece, uh, Odyssey, was like a highlight for me. I mm. adored that game and got so into it, partly because it was the first time that Assassin's Creed had like branching dialogue options and they felt really meaningful for making a character like not yeah. always as consequential as something like mass effect but enough that like i felt i was making this character into my own the interesting yes. thing about valhalla one it's gorgeous i'm playing it 4k on an xbox series x it is like a breathtakingly beautiful game like i love that so like i can just sit and stare at it sometimes it's so pretty um they learned a lot of lessons from Breath of the Wild in terms of how you structure uh, open world engagement. It's not just like, mm. hey, can you go get this thing for me? And I'm like, no, it's it like the actual in world things uh, the, like the philosophy with Breath of the Wild is like ever there's like if you look out over a hilly landscape with a bunch of hills, there's something to do behind each hill. And yeah. it feels like they took that into account. And there aren't really side quests. There are just things you can find that you right. can do. And those little world events are technically side quests, but you don't get quest markers. You don't track it. It's right. just you can do it or right. not. And I think that the structure in Valhalla is something I wish I could, like, move into Odyssey, the mm. Greece one, because I don't feel like the role playing is as strong in Valhalla. Like, every once in a while, it'll give you a choice, like, do you kill this person or that person? But then my character goes off and makes a bunch of contradictory decisions that I have no right. say in. Like, in one right. scene, she was like, you're a crazy person and you can't commit me to these things. And literally 10 seconds later, she's like, all right, I'm going to go make a forgery for this document to lie to the king. And I'm like, quite a turn. I had no part in. <laughs> so Valhalla yeah. is great. It is fun. The RPG stuff is strong and the quest structure is great. Like exploring is fun. Um, I wish that it had some of the strengths of Odyssey in terms of the character stuff. Uh, but if he's just looking for a game to play, pick it up. It's good. Nice. It's very good. Yeah, he's currently kind of playing uh, Fallout Lost, uh, New Vegas. Such a good fucking game. Yeah. New Vegas is so good. He's been enjoying it, but he early on he like killed a bunch of bad guys yeah. or something. Like I don't remember what happened. And now he's like, it fucking sucks because now I just have assassins after me all the time. And well, like, the the interesting thing about New Vegas is uh, the the loyalty system. Where there yeah. are there are three factions, and if you piss off one, you raise your standing with another, something to that effect. So yeah. if he's constantly getting murked by this one group of people, he can try to err towards certain things until he can maybe even out some of that stuff. I mm -hmm. I, I don't know the specifics, but th that that sense of gray, where like there are still good guys and bad guys, just mechanically, 
but like if you do piss somebody off there's like somewhere else to go and that that dynamism makes new vegas such a really fun cool game yeah Uh, i don't know if he's like really he hasn't played that much of it yet so i don't know if he's like gotten into that i'll tell him yeah no uh yeah tell him to start paying attention to what each faction thinks of him i don't remember what i haven't played it in like 10 years but um new vegas is a fucking top tier game i love that game so much yeah yeah so that's fun yeah uh otherwise i've still i've been working out 60 minutes a day every day for about two months now uh, and i've lost nice. uh 18 pounds and can see muscles so that's cool wow. yesterday that's i was exciting. doing i was doing like a hit bridge thing so and i like looked straight down and i'm like wait i'm not seeing my belly i'm seeing my pecs <laughs> this is i didn't know this happened in real life i thought this was just movies um so if i mean it feels good uh, today I woke up with back pain, even though I got a new mattress, I like, I had a pillow mm. under me or I did something stupid in my sleep yeah. and it just wrecked me. So I woke up early and I was just like, fuck it. And I just did a bunch of yoga this morning. Nice. Uh, so I'm feeling better. Yeah. But I haven't done yoga in a long time and I miss it. My whole body is just like, yeah. Like, fuck you. Apple fitness plus has made it very easy to structure workouts for me because I don't like going to the gym. I don't really like exercising, so I can sort of take it. Um, it's getting easier because I yeah. do it. Apparently, that's how that works. <laughs> yeah, 60, 60 minutes a day it's a every lot. day is, is a lot of exercise for someone who doesn't like exercise. Yeah, I've, I mean, I also don't like getting fatter. I hit 215, uh, and now I'm down to like 197, 198. Yeah. Um, and I'm still, yeah, I still had Chipotle twice this weekend, and I'm still going down. So, you know, I count that as a win. <laughs> But like, yeah, it's it has been like a big mental adjustment for me. I think I, I was trying to set weight goals, but I really don't know mm-hmm. what a goal weight would be. I'm thinking below 190-ish would be good and then try to maintain around there. But I think the goal that is really going to stick for me is uh, I'm going to keep doing this until I don't have love handles anymore. <laughs> no love handles. Once those nice. are gone, then I think I'll be fine because I'm not trying to get I'm not trying to get ripped over here. I'm just trying to, you know, handle stairs better. Yeah. Basically. That's a good goal. Yep. So we'll see. Um what else what else has happened? Uh oh, uh had to put my cat down. That was sad. Yeah, I'm sorry. Very sad about that. Uh but now Odo is coming up and laying on me a lot more. And I'm wondering how much of that was just because poop dominated so much of my space. Mm. Um so silver linings there. He's come up and lay on me a few times, and it's just like the best, even though he's gigantic. Um, my I cat- feel like it's it's almost better if he's bigger. You know, he gets a lot more like snuggled contact. It it does, but he's so easily scared by everything, which Aww. is wild. Because like I'll have the loudest video game on, and I will be screaming at the game, and he will not wake up or blink. He will be snoring on my shoulder. Yeah. And then I go to scratch my butt and he's like <laughs> out the room and I just don't I don't get it. I don't get what sets him up. It's like an inception how it's like only this one specific thing yeah. will wake you up and I'm like what what who did that to him? <laughs> I don't know. Um uh what else what else? I got my first vaccine dose. I'll be fully vaxxed nice. in I th- 2 weeks. Yeah, about 2 weeks or so. I'll get my last shot. It's Moderna, not Pfizer. So nice. don't call me janky for it. But um is Moderna jankier? No, Ma- Moderna is like exactly the same as Pfizer. Yeah. Uh, I think the only difference is it's it's four weeks between shots instead of three. Yeah. Um, but I originally was scheduled for a Pfizer, and then Moderna was my doctor was like, "Hey, you can come get vaccinated today," and I was like, "Yes, please." Yeah. Um, so I'm still going to be fully vaccinated sooner than if I stuck with Pfizer. Yeah. Um, How do you feel about that? Is that going to change your? interaction with the world that's kind of the joke i've been making is i can't wait to get vaccinated so i can stay inside (laughs) i i mean like it's gonna be nice to not just worry about going out to do things when i need to there's a rock gym down the road that i might try to go to now that i have muscles for once because i've never had them before it was just a series (laughs) of gremlins pulling tissue paper and that's what made my (laughs) arms flap so now that i have some muscles of some sort i that would be that's a that's a that and biking are, like, the two kinds of exercise that I have enjoyed. Like, mm. I, I can run now. I made a deal about this last year. I don't like to run. It's yeah. not fun. It makes me sad. <laughs> so 
rock climbing does not make me sad. It did make me sad when I went and I had no muscles. That sucked. So right. maybe better this time. Um, what else? Uh, still been practicing that Beethoven piece. Not as regularly as I should. It's really hard, but it's fun. Um, my Silmarillion thing. I, I, uh, my goal for April was to do writing. And if I'm ever going to like sell screenplays, I need to have a bunch of different shit. And I have a bunch of ideas. But at the end of the day, I just sat down and started redoing yeah. my Silmarillion movie. And it, I like it a lot better, but I pretty soon I'm going to have to start writing some other stuff if I ever actually want to move this shit. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I feel like a lot has changed for me in the last two months, but really it's just all these little things. Yeah, I, I mean, a lot of little things add up, though. They do. And I, I like. I feel better nervous Good. about the the cloud of what's going to happen in the summer but we will we will see because i yeah. think in july is both when my company wants to move people into the offices and when my work on this on this tv show will end uh so mm. we'll see i did just put a bunch of bunch of money into into savings which is nice so Good. um i'll be like no matter what happens i will be set for a while yeah but that's good but, 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 but yeah i don't know oh i need to buy a new computer i think i might uh uh yeah let, let me add to your list of things to do on friday <laughs> could hook, hook. please don't make it friday <laughs> <laughs> well that's i just uh, likelihood let me your insight likelihood of apple tv of the new apple tv uh selling out immediately Based on almost nothing at all, I can't imagine it's going to sell out right away. I kind of don't think so either. Apple TVs hardly sell out, but I don't know how yeah. the chip shortage is hitting Apple because you know they're not talking about that. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I, the, the new iMac is very pretty, but I was hoping it would be more than just the Mac Mini with a screen. Yeah. And it's not. It is real pretty, though. It's very pretty, but I'm not looking for pretty so much as I am something affordable, functional, and versatile, and it is just the opposite of that. <laughs> um, it is. It's. I. I really like it. I like. A lot of people are complaining that the new iMac still has a chin. I think it's fine. The chin on it, like the area under the screen, that mm. where it is, just it does not bother me at all. I don't know why it bothers a lot of people, but it, it yeah, I don't know. what bothers me is the white bezels around the display. I people talked about that at work a lot. I don't understand that for a second. Like it, I know the colors on these computers are bright, but like, have you ever used the iPads with white bezels on them? It's been a long time. Yeah, that's for a reason. It's because yeah. it sucks. <laughs> it's very bad. It's because even in the Apple stores back when it was all iPad twos and half of them were white and half of them were black. Every single in-store use device was the black ones. When the space yeah. gray came out, it was all space gray. It's because having, and I don't know why it took so long for people to start putting dark mode on things. I've been screaming about this since I was Ugh. a kid. Dark mode is my favorite thing in the universe. Having black backgrounds, bezels, borders, everything makes it easier to focus. It is less distracting. It It, it is all around a design decision yeah. that elevates what is in your line of sight, what you need to be working on. It's why when you look at entertainment centers, people aren't designing giant, bright, curvy things unless you're the PlayStation 5 and you're an idiot. That thing is hideous and gigantic. <laughs> my Xbox Series X is gigantic compared to my other Xbox. Guess what? I don't fucking see it. Yeah, It's black. It just fades away. It's not screaming for my attention. So well, I, I have a kid and they'll scream for your attention. This then is you'll really know. Big reason why I'm not having kids right now. They're the white <laughs> vessels of people. I don't get it. I don't get it. But the new I'm iMac sad. is pretty. That new iPad Pro, I want yeah. the I want it. But I have to wait to see cuz it has the same processor as the Macs now. I have to wait to see what iOS 15 is going to do because if iOS 15, iPad OS 15 actually brings some Mac functionality to it or Mac apps to it slam dunk i'm in yeah i mean i i hmm. now that they're, they're using i would imagine it would right because the m1 chip the whole point of or not the whole point but a lot of the benefit of the m1 is that you can do multiple you can do yep. ipad or os and ios to put yes i'm so fucking tired yeah no i can i can i can feel it i'm i'm probably gonna take a nap at some point this morning um so we'll yeah, see i'm not because i'm gonna literally go get ready for work and leave in about half an hour so yeah man i'm uh i'm i'm hoping that eventually apple has a stay-at-home gig that just lets you chill for a sec 
Yeah. Like I, I get, I fall into the productivity trap a lot that I've mocked a lot of my friends for. I'm just like, take a second to breathe. And then I'm over here literally doing three jobs at the exact same time. <laughs> so like, why am I talking? But uh, I, I'm, I'm hoping you get that breath. Cause ever since you've gotten married, which is right when we started do- having these chats, ever since you've gotten married, like you and Charles were together for a long time. And then you got engaged, and then you got married, and then you had a kid. Like you're doing everything. So we're buying a house. Like it's you're you are just flooring it through. We're making up for the fact that we were together for like eight (laughs) years before any of this happened. But like he was in meds. Like he was doing stuff. Yeah. You were doing stuff. It wasn't wasted time. No, and that's why I wasn't I wasn't rushing into getting engaged or married with him because I knew that it wasn't the right time. Yeah, you you guys just really hit the gas on it. I don't know how like people like yeah we started searching for a house in January and we close in three days. Like (laughs) you just (laughs) like yeah Charles and I like got pregnant like immediately. Like how are you just something about getting married just like power leveled your (laughs) XP. You really just blew the curve in terms of how quickly people get shit done. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because, like, there was no guarantee that we were going to get pregnant so quickly, right? Like, we uh, knew we wanted no. to start trying, and I just, like, assumed that it was going to take a long time, and yeah. it did not. <laughs> no, not not even a little bit. Uh, but that's funny that you say that because part of the reason the current owners, owners of the house have a daughter who's about Eleanor's age, actually. Mm-hmm. I don't think she can be much, much older. We've got a lot of the same, like, toys and things. Mm-hmm. Um and apparently they had a really hard time conceiving and so they were like well we want a second and like it took us so long that like we should try now and then immediately got pregnant and they're like oh my god we're not ready for this (laughs) so she's six months pregnant and Uh that's why i think that's part of the reason why they're like just get the fuck out yep which is how i felt a year ago when i was six months pregnant and we had to get out of our old apartment yep so i get it wowza yeah oh man i don't even uh i i I still marvel at what it takes to raise children. <laughs> I see I see Rebecca's kids and I say dumb things to them and then like that's it. So my commitment is so low that when I see like how much you have to structure your life around this, I'm just like you are a a stronger, smarter, more capable person than I am. Congratulations. I don't know how you do it. I I don't think that being being a parent inherently makes that true <laughs> i mean yeah are you really smarter if you had a kid in the first place uh, but I'm t- <laughs> so it's it it's just i, appreci- I will take the compliment yeah and you know what like a it's, lot it's a lot but i just like you know in the middle of the stress and we were worried about all these things like all of a sudden ellie's like rolling over and like doing a pyramid yeah. stand and like it makes literally everything better yeah now i get that it's like it's it's just I don't know she's just great. Trying really hard not to say I have the same feelings about my cats because you know that's not the same thing. <laughs> it's not the same. But I, I see you trying. I see vein. you no. trying to to like to like prop me up and say no, Colin. It's okay, but also it's not of, the same thing. I have a lot of friends who have <laughs> animals, and they're like, uh-huh. I know it's not the same thing, but and like it is different because the change is going to be different, right? Like she's not going yeah. to stay this, like she will grow and evolve yeah. and like turn into an adult. And like, so that part is different and that part we'll see, but like, yeah, it's a lot like having a puppy. You know what I mean? Like this, you know? Yeah. And scrubs, they described it as having a dog that talk that learns to talk. Yeah. And then the character was like, that sounds awesome. <laughs> um, but I mean, like, I will never be able to like watch my cat grow up and make a really funny tweet. When one right. day Ellie might do that, she, she might, might she might go viral in a way that my cat, despite eating a Cheeto yesterday, uh, did not. <laughs> just took it. Yeah. It's so wild. Took it straight out of the bag, uh, and then just ate the whole thing. And I offered him another one. And he's just like, and then just like ran away. <laughs> I tried like four times to give him another Cheeto so I could record it. Really wanted exactly one. Just only one, one. Cheeto. only one. That's really Cheeto. all you need. Yeah, the little one though. Fucking, I mean, I don't have a baby, but I do. In the mornings, they're hungry because they eat all their food when it's nighttime, and then I go give them more food in the morning. The little one will fucking camp next to me, crouched up, and as soon as I blink a little bit, lick the crap out of my hand, <laughs> just nonstop licking my whole hand. And if I smack her or actually physically put her somewhere else, as soon as I move again, she's up there just like screaming, meowing. She will also just run around the apartment screaming for attention. She will sit in the open area and just, and Rebecca's like, why is she doing this? I need to work. I can't, the cat is screaming. And so it's not the same. I will never say that it's the same. 
but it's I feel more like I, similar than, I'm, yeah. I'm getting I'm getting more more of the same effects than I expected based <laughs> on some of our conversations. Um, but at the end of the day, if your baby screams, you can't just smack it in the face and push it off the bed. That's true. That is, in fact, the opposite of what you should do. <laughs> Eventually, perhaps, when it's larger, more capable of taking tumbles. No. I mean, Still significantly. No. <laughs> uh, there, there's going to be a size limit. It will eventually get big enough where that's the answer. I just don't know how big that. I'm not saying like three. I'm saying like 12. No, Colin. If a 12-year-old comes up and tries to wake me up by like tapping my hand, I'm going to push them away from me. No, no question. Don't have kids yet. <laughs> <laughs> I earned my sleep. They've gotten 12 years of my life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in that news, I do have to get going because Maria's yes. going to be here any moment, and I have to uh, pee really badly, actually. Yep. No, I am uh, I am eager to go to the bathroom, which is not a great way to end a podcast, I don't think. But <laughs> but both of us are like, bye, guys. We yep. got to go. Got to go. No, it's been really nice it like finding the time to do this. I know it's tough, so thank you for doing yeah. that. Again, anybody, I know that we just dropped a lot of stuff. If anyone listening does ever want to like chat, chat uh, Pod on Instagram, just comments on that. I'm going to try to start posting stuff with every episode, maybe every week. It's just hard to focus on it when we can hardly ever even like play mini yeah. golf. Sometimes I feed myself. It's really great. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I feed myself. <laughs> hey, Laura, how you doing? I ate. I ate. It's yeah. That's today. I succeeded. I have, I have. I now own six radon tubes. I do, apparently. Well, actually, yeah. I haven't signed the paperwork yet, but on yeah. Friday, maybe. Let me know when you get those radon tubes. I might have I a will. guy for that. <laughs> All right, Colin. It was really good to talk to you. I miss you. Yeah, I miss you, too. Uh, good luck with the everything. Thanks. You, too. Let me know how it goes with the job. Yeah. Z- yeah. <laughs> cool. That's how I feel. Yup. All right. <laughs> Uh, All right, you have a good one. You too. Talk to you soon. Bye. Maybe. <laughs> How You Doing is a Common Geeking Program production. Starring Laura Becker and Colin Ketchen, with editing and original music by Colin. You can see and hear more at the website podfriend.pizza, or follow HousePod on Instagram for a real-life look at their friendship. If you enjoy the show, spread the love. Tell a friend, share your favorite episodes, and remember to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. Colin and Laura will talk to you again on the first Monday of every month. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon.